Uh, I was just thinking, you know how we keep saying, oh, we're going to get guests on and stuff like that? If we keep saying it every week, yeah. right? <laughs> just have no guests on the whole year. <laughs> the whole year. <laughs> yep. It's like, we're going to get guests on next week. We'll get guests. <laughs> next week. Maybe next week we have guests on. Welcome back to the Lifespeed Podcast. We're discussing um, uh, Wes Anderson. The works of Wes Anderson, works yes. Of Wes Anderson, life and yes. Times. Um, Here uh, on BBA4. <laughs> um, I think films... BBD4. You're not a fan of Dodgy Little Limited. No. And... I would venture that I think I think films set on a train are an attractive honeypot to directors. Mm. Um, <laughs> they are a honey trap. Yeah, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> like, um, ooh, trains! Like it's a very good idea. It's a very cool idea. Yeah. But trains just literally aren't varied or interesting enough to keep you uh, entertained <laughs> in that space. The exception to the rule is Snowpiercer. Yeah, because yeah. they have train cars that are aquariums. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, Same goes for uh, what unless it, you've Infinity got a train. Yeah, unless you've yeah. got a magic train yeah. where each carriage is a... Like, a magic Willy Wonka train. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. like, we, way, way back in the day, we pitched a, a train movie I really liked where, like, it was like a weird dream train where, mm. like... You know, uh, all the food came to life on the dining car and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, this is pretty cool. Um, you know, people have fond memories, I've learned, of Polar Express. <laughs> do, do they? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. People who were children at no, the time. No one in our generation. No. <laughs> no one no, in we our were, generation. We were old even. enough to recognise the Uncanny Valley. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Whereas we, there's a whole generation of people who have fond memories of of, of Tom Hanks in, weird in, in that. Yeah, to think about that. Yeah, that's it's weird to think that anyone enjoys that. <laughs> but um, yeah, like uh, I think it's it's I think it's a dangerous notion. I mean, yeah. we, we both watched. Um, uh, we both watched Bullet Train recently. Oh and, yeah, and, that... and found just how. How much and also little. How much you can do with a train to such yeah. little effect. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I enjoyed Bullet Train, but yeah, it, it's it's weird. It's it a tried weird movie. very hard to keep the the, the environment varied. Yeah. Um, while all the while not really managing. I tell you what, right? Bullet Train got a lot of points for me. Yeah. Because it was an action film made by a director who'd done like Deadpool and stuff like that, mm -hmm. and it was not like a based on a novel or mm. like based. It might be based on. A I, novel, think, who I knows. think it's. I think it's actually based on probably right. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't like a established IP. Mm. It was a big action, silly, fun movie that is just so refreshing nowadays. It's like yeah. fucking watching Knives Out yeah. or something like that. You're just like, oh my, thank you. Thank you for or like action movie that's new. Yeah, or uh, something by like Jordan Peele or something like mm. that, where you're just like, oh, thank God. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't put it quite in those categories. Yeah, um, no, I, no, 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 not in quality <laughs> terms. I, I have not. I made a list of all the films I watched last year at the cinema, and uh, Bullet Train is is high up, <laughs> but it's it's not like it's nowhere near Nope. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Or, and I uh, think um, everything everywhere all at once. And one thing that it isn't is um, one of those movies also that like it uh, survives solely on its premise. Mm. Right, the content of the movie is 
is and and the tone of the movie is 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 important to the mm. movie. Um, I don't think it's got the personality it thinks it has. I know what you mean. I think it yep. get you you get near the end and they have this big reveal of like this joke, this running joke where about a water bottle. Yeah, and um, in another movie, I would be thinking, great. Mm. This is really funny. Well done for putting all that in, yeah. all that work in. In this movie, it didn't have, it didn't do, it didn't kind of set that up quite it, enough. It does a lot of meta stuff as well. Yeah, which drives me a bit mad in stuff in stuff like that. Where it's like like Deadpool. Deadpool isn't as funny as Deadpool thinks it is. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I'm going to throw that out there. Hot take from Hot me: take. Deadpool isn't as funny as Deadpool thinks Deadpool sure, is. Sure. I'd say, yeah, you know, it's. I I think I laughed. I think I laughed at it. I think you did uh, when we watched it. Yeah. We watched Deadpool 2 a few months ago. Yeah. uh, Because there was nothing else on. Yep. It was between Star Wars, as I believe. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Between Star Wars and Marvel shows. Yep. Yeah, Deadpool 2. Um, It was uh, fine, wasn't it? Which brings us to the Disney Plus. Yeah. And Willow. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Gosh. What a what a ride. What a show. Eh? <laughs> um, We're where, on episode three at the moment. Where to begin? <laughs> um, the show itself is, um, I think, remi- like a lot like Willow. Yeah. Uh, the the movie. Um, uh, if you let it in, and you meet it where it is. Yeah. Remarkably entertaining and charming. Hmm. Um, it's like it's a bit below like I would say a bit below but it must be quite a lot below mm. like The Princess Bride yeah but it's definitely the same genre it's the same genre we have that we have that high fantasy renaissance feel of princesses and princes and and court uh, but not in a kind of Game of Thrones this is all sleazy way in a sort of (laughs) In a sort of ooh, it's all buttoned up sort of way, and, yeah. and, and everyone's always everyone's rallying against the the whatever in a kind of in a kind of Merlin BBC's Merlin way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the thing is, with the film Willow, nothing. It felt like there was nothing outside of the film Willow. Yeah, yeah. All the <laughs> uh, and and that's largely because it didn't ask a great deal of questions of. Uh, sorry, it didn't ask a great many questions of. Um, uh, of 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 the world around it, yeah. Um, and it, I don't think the series is doing that either. Well, I think it. I think it in is. A way. I, I think it. So in Willow the movie, yeah. Um, things happened to the main character, yeah. Willow of Good, yeah. Um, played by Warwick Davis, yeah. Um, we'll get back to him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> things happen to him, and it's just sort of assumed that those are there for him yeah in, in that in, in that way right it's, it's like mm. he bumps into a magic witch yeah and it's like she's just there like mm. she, it's not like it's not like we, we don't consider that she exists outside of his journey yeah she's just part of the journey right it's like um like comparing it to lord of the rings mm. where there is like where funnily enough i've been doing some Tolkien history recently yeah right Tolkien wrote. You've been listening to your Tolkien books, haven't you? I've been listening to my Tolkien books. (laughs) And my Tolkien. 
<laughs> on Audible. Yeah. The, to- the talking books on Audible. Yeah. They talk to me. Uh, they talk to me. <laughs> yes, they do. Um, I like that joke. Uh, <laughs> I'll leave that in. <laughs> you were wandering around, the, sort of sort of rolling around the rim of the joke before going through the basket. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, yeah, apparently he wrote The Hobbit. Yeah. And then wrote The Silmarillion. Yeah. And then wrote Lord of the Rings. No one wanted to publish the Silmarillion, <laughs> which is why he wrote Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So he had this world, <laughs> yeah, which had like a beginning and yeah. like first age, second age, and then third age. Yeah. So he had all this history, which he explains in the books of Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. like through like Frodo's journey and stuff like yeah. that. So you've got this incredibly. It's very rich. It's, it's rich. Yeah. You know what every fucking tree looks like and stuff yeah. like that. Willow seems the anti of that. Yeah. It's like, here we are now, what's this place all yeah. about? Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> How, and, and like, it, it doesn't... F- like, why would there be a, an inn here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, there's a, um, it's, you know, very much there's a, a sort of... story called for an inn. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. yeah. And it's like, what, where have these bandits all come from yeah how it's a very action movie you know mm. where are the who how's joker managed to hire these mooks yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you know what i mean it's, yeah. it's that sort of thing the the, the, yeah. the story called for the, for him to have some people and and uh like turn this down a bit. um and and like recent like batman games and stuff have, have tried to be like so where's he getting these people from? How are people... And, like, the, the Batman mm. is like, we have to explain the mooks. Yeah. They didn't try and explain the Joker mooks much. They were just like, we're part of a gang. Mm. But they did ex- completely explain the Riddler mooks, which I completely yeah. agree with. Yeah. Because it's, it's like... Um, uh, th- you, you go back to, like, <laughs> Jim Carrey's uh, um, Riddler yeah, yeah. and Two-Face and stuff, and it's like... Why do you have moves? Uh, the cobble uh, pot, the penguin, Danny yeah. DeVito's penguin. Why does he have mooks? Yeah, yeah. No, makes no sense. Anyway, where did he get penguins from? <laughs> point being, like it, the original Willow has much the same stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is to say, um, like there's just some guy, a guy with a skull for a face. He works for Bad Morda. Yeah. Uh, the bad witch Bav Morda yeah um, and uh, that's just all in place it's all happening and you just the 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 world is a linear place yeah it's it's there's nothing off the line <laughs> yeah um, they've tried to beef that out a little bit in um, uh, in, in in the Willow series and so far and and so we've got we've got different kingdoms talking to each other about what's yeah. going on because we've got to it's a tv show yeah it's post game of thrones <laughs> fantasy and also it just adds a little bit of of, of nuance right yeah it adds a little bit of sort of uh it adds stakes that, that there are these um uh i always think i think this is that doing something not tedious but like grounded mm. Like, oh, I'm gonna have to marry someone I don't want to marry, or I'm gonna have to, um, yeah. uh, I'm gonna have to uh, work at this job 
someone's spending all, mm. all the time my taxes yeah, is yeah. a good example with, with in, uh, uh, in, in everywhere in, everything everywhere all at once exactly everywhere everything everywhere all at once yeah, yeah. <laughs> all, all of the above you heard uh, me the first time <laughs> listeners um the uh like those give a grounding of like these are the stakes this character normally contends with mm. now let's hike them yeah yeah um and so we get that nice uh, nice juxtaposition well it doesn't really do that i, I guess it will does do that but at the start mm. as in the, the, the movie I should say um, uh, does do that because you have at the start it's like oh Willow's being bullied by the the all the rest of the society that he yeah. lives in uh, all the, the little people Elwin yeah uh, Elwind something like that yeah um, the little guys anyway so um, uh, he is uh, he's not he wants to be a wizard, can't yeah. be a wizard, doesn't, can't do his disappearing pig trick, can do his disappearing pig trick. Yeah. Um, and the, uh, the sort of like, it, it, and then, and then you get the Lord of the Rings stakes. Yeah, yeah. Right, added to that. Anyway, this is all to say, it's quite a charming show. Yeah. It's quite a charming show. There's a lot of really nice characters that appear to have siphoned off small amounts <laughs> Val- of Valkyrie's energy. energy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love the post you did because it was just like, yeah, no, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of Mad Madigan in every one of these characters, which is great because it, the, the, the original movie needed him, yeah. desperately needed yeah. him. Um, I forget he's in it until yeah. he appears in the movie. I'm like, oh yeah, no, this is why it's so good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like if it didn't have he's the, he's the proto Jack Sparrow. Yeah. If if he if he wasn't in the movie, yeah. like it'd be like the mummy without Brendan Fraser. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It would just be like two it, it, librarians yeah. digging in the desert. <laughs> it wouldn't be a movie. Yeah. Um uh, yeah, he's a, he's a proto Jack Sparrow. He yeah. causes the problems, he solves the problems. Yeah. He, you know, um and uh I, I like I, I like my Madigan um uh in the movie and I like these characters because they just they're messy. Yeah. <laughs> They're Every character's messy. And yeah. I and I really applaud them. In one episode, they yeah. managed to um show you just how messy like nine characters are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. impressive. Yeah. And maybe two maybe it takes one and a half episodes. And speaking of messy, I want to talk about Warwick Davis. The the the, the titular character. <laughs> the one that it seemingly hangs on. Yeah. This whole show hanging on the, this one actor yeah. being brought back from the original movie yeah. that they were like, thank God we've got, uh, we've Warwick, got Davis. Warwick Davis, otherwise we wouldn't be able to do a Willow and reboot. A, apparently, a, a, like, just watching him, you'd think that he was not bothered at all. <laughs> no. He was not bothered <laughs> one bit to come back as Willow. Because you get this this first one and a half episodes of um of like is it one is he at the end of the first episode? It's the end of the first episode, yeah. I think. So isn't you it? get this episode of like I'm invested in these people. This is weird. Yeah, yeah. This is a brand new fantasy universe that I get to be invested you've in. You've had an hour and you've got like four or five different characters yeah, and you're like, more. I'm in. Yeah. These yeah. are really, these are really good characters. really well. You've had a bit of action. You've had, a, you had yeah. mistakes. It's great. And then... Some terribly directed action scenes. Yeah, you know. In which you can't tell what's going on. I but... think the first action scene's okay. It's, it's, yeah. It was the one we watched on in episode three was pretty... Um, oh, yeah. Uh, pretty crummy. Yeah. Um... Very, uh, very Marvel 
a little bit Marvel yeah punch fight. but with a little bit more hand waving as to where people yeah. are <laughs> like they're not even keeping keeping track of where people are it, it might be the kind of like this is the theory i've got mm. right with fight scenes and like post-born stuff yeah right i think it's as we get older yeah our attention span grows sort of like i don't know like our, our ability to focus on stuff in quick su- montage succession yeah right grows weaker okay i reckon younger people mm-hmm. young whippersnappers yeah get what's going on in these fight scenes because like they're able to like oh that's done 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 like all this information's coming at them and we're just like i couldn't see any of that I don't know. I feel like it's... Normally, I, I manage to kind of plot out the trajectory of people and think of where they are in relation to yeah. each other using landmarks as a basis. Mm. Now, it didn't help that the latest... Anyway, uh, that's a real aside. Yeah, yeah. It didn't help that the latest one was in the dark yeah, and yeah. rain. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, big episode aside, three we're up to. Yeah, episode one, though. We're talking about Warwick Davis. nearly an hour yeah. of... Wow. I cannot believe... That we are, um, that I'm, that I'm inter- involved in this. Mm. These these messy people. Everyone's performances are so good yeah. and are so like cohesive. Yeah. With like the world and like the th- like the the vibe yeah. the whole series has got going. The humor's snappy. The moment they get to Warwick <laughs> Davis, like. Warwick Davis seems to be in another show. Yes. He's he's very much still in Life's Too Short. Yeah, every line he delivers <laughs> just feels like... Imagine it... Warwick Davis out of Life's Too Short, right? Mm. And then imagine him uh, in Life's Too Short reading for a part where he's got yeah. to tell the story of Willow. Exactly. It's, it's like um, if you've ever watched footage of uh, Ian McKellen... Not in Lord of the Rings, but in The Hobbit, where they didn't do like the forced perspective stuff. Yeah. They just had Ian McKellen on a green screen. Yeah. Because they couldn't afford to do the forced perspective stuff mm-hmm. for, for The Hobbit. So the <laughs> so there's just clips of Ian McKellen. Like, I can't do it, Peter. This is just rubbish. It's, it's like that. It's like they've put Warwick Davis just off on another set somewhere. Yeah. With everyone else acting <laughs> and he's just against like each other, reading, yeah. yeah, it feels like that. It's so weird. <laughs> it's such like the first episode is so good at yeah. like setting everything up, and then it just comes. You could put like a record scratch when he appears. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just comes to a grinding halt, and every now and then there are moments where you're just like, oh, that's why. Yeah, right? because because. Yeah, ostensibly he's playing a grizzled mm. he's, um, he's playing uh, Luke Skywalker in The Last Jedi yeah very he? much he's yeah. like he's sort of done with it all yeah. he's seen it all and he's and, he, and he's had uh, he's had a, a, a life that's been rough and like uh, it, it like he, he just wants to be away from it in many ways right yeah. like uh, he's experienced he's supposed to be the, you know the guide to the, the Gandalf um, he wants to be away from it. What, what the what the series? <laughs> but um, uh, but like you know, he's still reading, mm. like he's discovering this all for the first time. Yeah, it looks it looks like he's reading lines. Yeah, 
I mean, it's like better a, than it was in the, in the movie where he's trying to do... Someone Someone had encouraged him to do an American accent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I forgot he does that in the movie. Um, That's another thing I really like about this Willow as well. Yeah. Right. The fact that there's just American accents. Yeah. Like, no one's, like, faking a British Asking accent. questions, yeah. Yeah. Like... Everyone's just doing their own accents. Yeah. And it's just, it's just great. Yep. No one's putting anything on. Yep. It's just like, don't worry about it. We we all know we're watching a, a movie yeah. that isn't set on a map that we know. Yeah, like on on on, on a, a, a globe of the world. And it's so refreshing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's so refreshing when when we've just had Game of Thrones. Yeah, this bloody like, oh god, everything's so. Bad and yeah. and just oh people people <laughs> being like murdered all the time and and yeah. stuff and and like cleaved it oh isn't the world dangerous it's yeah. like isn't the world dangerous but it's also really fun yeah isn't it the world <laughs> we can have jokes the world outside this little little bit is all dangerous but yeah, it, yeah we're all it, <laughs> we're along for the ride around yeah and, but not in a sort of Marvel way yeah in a sort of like this makes absolutely no this is unhinged sort of way. <laughs> Where someone will say something and then and then Willow will say, "Oh yeah, I forgot you're hilarious." <laughs> best line, best line, it's the best line. Like we we criticise Rory Davis's performance, <laughs> but my god, that was delivered. Like, like... some of the bits he does are <laughs> Shit, incredible. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, let's let's swash some buckles. Let's buckle some swashes. Fantasy pitch some movies that have very little world building yes. that are a lot of fun to, <laughs> there you go. to watch. Yeah, we're just making up as we go along, yeah. as always. As always. So from Eulogy Alert, we've got Set Sail to Southampton. Set Sail to Southampton. Come to sunny Southampton. Hmm. Set Sail to sunny Southampton. Southampton is on the south coast of the United Kingdom. It is, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I kind of like the idea that um, uh, there's a so we right we open mm. on a little a little t- a port sort of uh, not a port a little harbour town fishing village really yeah um, and uh, everyone there is wearing you know like medieval attire and they're yeah. sort of uh, and they they you you you're you're learning in the in the bar about like the fact that oh Bessie's um, uh, Bessie's got her eye on the 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 baker's boy. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I bet she's having old uh, old Nora cooking up a a, um, a love potion Pushing. for her or whatever, yeah. right? Like it's just we had to introduce the idea of of magic in this world, right? Mm. And then um, uh, out on the beach, you know, Bessie and 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 the Baker's boy, uh, Baker's boy played by um, uh, Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt again. Yeah. Um, uh, Nicholas Holt back from the past yeah. and um, he uh, uh, they find something on the beach mm. it's a, a a bottle with a message in it yeah they pull it out and it's like come to sunny Southampton it's a tourist poster on glossy it's a postcard a postcard, it's a postcard in a bottle on glossy paper that's mm. like it's set right oh yes it's set it's like Pirates of the Caribbean yeah and it's like a it's like a quest to Southampton this mythical place called Southampton yes but yeah 
it's like it's, this, is a, this is very much Stardust vibes right yeah, yeah. it's a different world oh. there's a place out there that can get these people from fantasy medieval town mm. to the real world and he's looking at this Southampton and it's like look at those lights yeah yeah because when you said Stardust I was like eh, this sounds more like the village to me <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I kind of I want to I want to preserve some of the fantasy of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think it is like it's on like a it's on one of the Channel Islands that no one's ever heard of. Yeah, and and no one goes there. <laughs> it's called Grinzy. <laughs> Grinzy, and like it's it's surrounded by like. It's no one, get, no like big tankers or anything go there. Yeah. You can't see other islands or any boats from there yeah. because of all the dangers in the sea <laughs> surrounding it. Or like what um, sort of dangers we're talking? Oh. <laughs> it's, like, it's it's actually the Isle of Wight, um, and by white I mean like a white. Oh, oh, uh, like a like a like a, a ghoul. Yeah, because that's how it's spelt, the Isle of Wight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's. <laughs> It's this mythical place, the Isle of Wight. Okay. Uh, and I think it's like whites have, have patrolled the borders and they can't get away. They can't get off the island. Okay, so yeah, uh, uh, go too far out to sea and, and you'll get got. Yes. Is the legend. Yeah, but um, the baker's boy has gone sick. Oh, and okay. Southampton is the only place where it's like, they've probably got medicine there. Yeah. Uh, so this girl gets on a boat. Yeah. Uh, like w- with one of the only people who's crazy enough uh, to set sail to Southampton, it's like, yeah. oh, we know there's a place out there that can do the do the magic and and save the baker's boy. Who's uh, Nick Frost? Nick he's Frost, crazy enough to to go to Southampton. Cool. He's with... he's our um, what's it called? Jack Sparrow. He's got a uh, yeah. He's got a bit of a sort of like a Radagast vibe. You yeah. Know? He's a dirty man, and he's, he's like not like a dirty old man, but like sort of like a <laughs> he's rubbing his know, knees. He's, <laughs> Ooh. He's, the, he's covered in seaweed. Yeah, and he's, and he's like, oh, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Covered in seaweed, and, uh, and he does he does weird shit. No, you know what? He's got a glass eye that goes from one eye to the other I've behind his nose. Yes, to all of that. Yeah, but instead of Nick Frost, it's um, uh, Joanna Lumley. Joanna Lumley. Okay, yeah. brilliant, brilliant. And who's playing uh, Bessie? The tavern girl um uh who is british and can act um <laughs> oh god that's a small list it isn't, isn't it oh list. fuck yeah no that's stupid accents is the problem yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um it would the temptation to say millie bobby brown sure because she's British, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. This, uh, or um, is this the sort of role she'd take? I don't know. I don't know. I, I wouldn't. We can have an American. It's the Isle of Wight. No one knows what they speak. I like, that girl down from there. Matilda. I can't remember what her name is. Um, Mara Wilson. No, the uh, the new Matilda. <laughs> I don't know. Who's currently a child? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> or uh, not Anya Taylor Joy. I don't think she's. Like this. Ah, um, oh, who else? Just child actor. Lily James. Sure. Would be good. Yeah. It's like Nick Holt. 
yeah. is the baker's boy. Lily yeah. James is the heroine. She's Seems going. Good. She's gone. Uh, Joanna Lumley. Yeah. Nick Frost is like her smee, right? Yeah. Like first mate. Oh, that's an idea. Like a pirate, like a smuggler. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so like, um, so so Joanna Lumley instead of being a seaweed dirty woman. She lives at, lives out on like, the like in a cave. Yeah, tricorner hat. She's yeah. Guns stuff like that. Still covered in seaweed. Still covered in seaweed. She's a bit like Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Um. And she's she's the person who's who who uh, Lily James has um, uh, kind of contracted as it were. She's the only one crazy enough, and she's been out there before. Yeah. Yeah, she's seen it. She's seen she's it. She's seen Southampton. The treasure she she looks for isn't from trading because obviously nobody trades here. No, right? Nobody trades um, because because whites will sink your ship. She is a novelty tour guide. <laughs> she can't be super au fait with it with, with Southampton. But surely. like, n- n- no one's like she she's insane in our world as well as the Isle of Wight. <laughs> okay. Like, she's just a crazy pirate lady. So, you know when you go to a port town and yeah. they have those tours? Yeah, yeah. Those tour boats? Yeah. That will, like, drive you around for a bit and yeah. show you the, 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 the area from the shore. She's, she's using an old galleon. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, like a sail a sailboat, because um, it's one of those, like, novelty sailboats. Yeah, yeah. And, and we, get the, we get the transition as they go, like, past the, the white veil. Yeah. The, the W-I-G-H-T. Um... Uh, it transforms from a, a proper galleon mm. to one of the novelty ones that's like painted dark brown and sort of. I like... don't know. I think this is a proper galleon that <laughs> that she just ha- she's like she is like rich eccentric. So tour. What you're saying is tourists come to a, a port town. Yeah. They go and stand by the little poster. Yeah, yeah. One of the one of the listed times. Mm. They pay her five pounds in paper money. Yeah. Or whatever, like twenty quid in paper money. Yeah. And they uh, and they climb aboard this galleon, and yeah. then she takes them to the to the magical Isle of Wight. Yeah. <laughs> From Southampton. That is exactly what happens. But yes, she goes back. It's quite a way. Yeah, it's quite a way. <laughs> it's what, like 10, 20 minutes? Yeah. Boat ride. Yeah. I mean, in a galleon, it would be like an hour. Yeah. So <laughs> a long, long time. Uh, yeah, so. Yeah, and, and there's like loads of like adventures. There's a kraken uh, and stuff, and I think there's like a giant crab. Mm. I think in like on the southern coast, I think that there was shots of a giant crab. Yeah, uh, like well, what people thought might have been a giant crab. <laughs> what people mistakenly assumed was a giant crab. Yeah, probably a big rock or something. <laughs> but you got to live in hope that those things exist. Yeah, right? you do. You it's do, it's yeah. a more magical place <laughs> if cryptids do exist. Yes, um, and yeah, I think I think like. It's it's like the end of the village. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Where Bryce Dallas Howard gets over the uh, over the wall and sees like a, a park ranger car, and, mm. and you're like, oh, this was modern times <laughs> all along. We knew, but we knew that from the fir- from the first from the start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We no, it's hinted start. at. It's ve- like now we we have a poster of Bournemouth <laughs> in the first. <laughs> Scene. <laughs> the film's called Set Sail to Southampton. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, sorry, Southampton. Yeah, we have we have a we have a literal guidebook, tourist we... guidebook to Southampton 
in the first scene. It's, it's like the Planet of the Apes poster. <laughs> where on the poster for Planet of the Apes now, there is just a ruined Statue of Liberty. <laughs> and it's like... And they're advertising their, their hospital. Like because yeah. he's because he's got that because so, he's got to know that um, yes she's Lily James has got to know that that Nicholas Holt can be saved by their medicine yeah I, I've talked about this before haven't I because I watched Planet of the Apes again yeah the original like nineteen sixty Charlton Heston one mm-hmm. and I went into it just like oh god imagine watching this for the first time at the cinema yeah having no idea how it's going to end what was coming yeah what was coming what the twist was. Mm. And you're like, oh yeah, it doesn't do anything. Yeah. Until like in the last hour or so. Yeah, you start learning about bombs and things. Yeah, to suggest that it's actually Earth. Yeah. But now that's how it's advertised. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're gonna love this twist. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's actually Earth. All right. Well, I'll put it on then. <laughs> here's, here's all the yeah. Here's a picture of the beach where the, with the Statue <laughs> with of Liberty. The Statue of Liberty. Yeah. That's on the fucking poster. <laughs> um, but yeah, in it's this, a joke we've already made. Yeah. In this in this case, I don't, I don't think it should be a big. We shouldn't treat it like a big reveal. Yeah. I think um, like. I think that something bad from our world gets back to this aisle, mm. this this fantasy aisle. Like you know, normally how it's like when the fantasy when you open the portal to the fantasy world, out comes a bad wizard. Oh, it's like a kind of reverse Jumanji. Yeah, where. Yeah. Where the modern day terrors are coming through. Yeah. Um, so you've got like gang crime. Yeah. Guns. Exactly. People, yeah, guns and stuff. And it turns out that Joanna Lumley. Yeah. Joanna Lumley? What's Joanna Lumley? Mm. Um, uh, uh, has been trading. Has been trading guns to the, all the bad people in, oh, on, yeah. on the island. Oh, no. And the reason that Nicholas Holt is ill is because of pollution. Ah. Oh. So all like someone like the the, yeah. the all the bad all the bad like bandits mm. in the uh, on the island are um uh are uh like using like motor stuff now mm. and there's there's just oil and petrol and uh, and and chemicals spilling into the water. What's wrong with John? Always oh, been mesmerized by this bright shiny box. pebble that he's just <laughs> he's just looking at all the time yep he's turned into a zombie he has yep from from those Banksy pictures that keep appearing <laughs> now Banksy's got over he's got <laughs> over one of the evils of our world Banksy <laughs> yeah he started spray painting yep uh, yeah, it's uh, it's about that. Yeah, it's, it's that sort of thing. Uh, how do they fix it? Uh, they don't. They don't. They just have to become part of the. the, United the it's it's just how the Isle of Wight is how it is joined, now. Joined the United Kingdom. That's it. Yeah, there yeah. we go. <laughs> Set sail no to hope. Southampton. No hope on that no one. Hope. Nice washbuckling rump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do love a film with no hope. <laughs> I know you do. I don't, don't you? Don't Sometimes you? I have to watch them with you. Yeah. Hello, just want to say thank you for listening to the Lives of Pitch deleted scenes. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, anywhere really. Maybe put it onto a, a thumb drive and just throw it at someone. 
and maybe even reviewing it on wherever you got it. If you find it somewhere on iTunes or Acast or wherever, maybe review it there. Five stars, thumbs up, give everyone the heads up. Like I said before, thank you. Cheers. Bye. Bye.